Welcome to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast on the WVSA Digital Network. From the Dick Sporting Goods Studios in Charleston, West Virginia, here's your host, Marcus Cole. Welcome to the podcast. Before we welcome our guests, I want to remind you to like, subscribe, and share our program. This helps us get the word out to others and let them know that we're providing valuable information designed for soccer players, coaches, referees, and parents. Welcoming back uh, to the program is John Mata, president of U.S. Adult Soccer Association. John, welcome back to the program and happy 2023. Well, thank you. And I'm glad to be back. And let's just hope for a great 2023 going forward. Oh, I think we're going to have a wonderful year this year. Uh, like I said, John is the president of the U.S. Adult Soccer Association. Of course, West Virginia Soccer Association not only handles youth soccer, but also the adult side as well. And there's a lot of things going on. And we kind of wanted to get a little bit of a state of the union uh, from John about everything going on with U.S. Adult Soccer from, from the national level. So why don't we go ahead and dive into it? I've seen a lot of things on uh, Twitter from you as well as the uh, U.S. Adult Soccer Association talking about this new pyramid. Can you talk to us a little bit about that and, and how does U.S. adult soccer fit into that? Yes, well, the, the pyramid is something that U.S. adult soccer developed for ourselves, basically. It's not connected in any way with U.S. soccer. Uh, it was just something that we at U.S. adult soccer felt very strongly that we need to stop you know, defining where our members belong and what tiers they belong in. And this is this was just our first stab at it. It's, it's very pre preliminary, but we started with tier one because tier one is probably uh, the easiest one to define because it you know would involve national leagues and we only have a few, very few national leagues uh, that would be eligible to be in tier one. In the men's side, for an example, we only have the NPSL, which is a national league on the men's side that, you know, qualified to be in tier one. So we started off with the NPSL in tier one, and we're soon going to be announcing uh, women's, the women's leagues in tier one. So that was probably be coming in, in, in the next few weeks. Uh, hopefully uh, we're working out the details, but, uh, but, Again, like I said, this is just the beginning of, of putting up the tiers. Uh, now that we're in the new year, uh, we're going to be putting together a task force, which we've already identified some members, to work on what the other tiers look like, what are the qualifications to be in other tiers, who is eligible, all that kind of uh, information will be gathered. And we will try to set up, you know, tier two and tier three and tier four. Um, I mean, it's it's kind of obvious what who will be in the next level of tiers. But again, we want to make sure we do this right and we get the input from not only our, you know, uh, executive board or our board members, but we want input from actually the people that would be involved with those leagues that would be in these tiers. So that will be our next step, you know, the next couple of months is, Let's identify the next level of tiers and what's the criteria to be in those tiers. Excellent. Another big announcement that you guys had uh, not too, too long ago was Adult Soccer Fest location was announced. Talk to us about that. Yeah, well, the Adult Soccer Fest is our largest yearly um, 
event that that USASA holds. And basically it's for teams uh, from over 30 all the way to over 70s. Uh, we even have, I think, a group of over 75s uh, that compete. Uh, so it's, it's, it's a, a great event. It's an event where I see it almost like a, a high school reunion where every year the same teams come and it's, it's, it's like a reunion. You know, it's a great, great competition. They have a lot of fun, but it's an opportunity where all these players get to see each other on a yearly basis, have a few beers together, uh, kick the ball around and, you know, and, and, and try to win a championship. Right. Uh, it's very competitive. They, they all take it very seriously. Uh, it's great, great event. And uh, like you said, it's going to be in uh, South Carolina this year. Uh, great facility. And I'm looking forward to being there. It's uh, it's amazing to watch the recap videos that you guys put out after the event is over. And just that over 70 group watching them play. Those folks have game, John. Uh, yeah. You know, I don't know if we're going to get the Japanese team, but it was a yearly event where a team from Japan would come and I can clearly remember one year, you know, one of the Japanese men, uh, celebrating their 80th birthday after the game. Uh, and it's just amazing to see, you know, these people, they travel from all over the country, all over the world to come to this event because they still have that love, that passion to, you know, to kick the ball around, have some fun, stay healthy. And, you know, as a sport, you know, it, it's so great for that. You, you can, it, it's the game for life. You can play it all the way through your, you know, to your eighties and, and and past eighties, and and the friendships you 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 make, you know, throughout people throughout the country throughout the world, you know, those are everlasting. So you know that event encompasses all that. Yeah, you took the words right out of my mouth. I was going to say soccer is the game for life, and which is amazing. Um, a couple other things going on with uh, U.S. adult soccer. Uh, we have the men's cup and women's cup coming up. Talk to us a little bit about those programs. Yeah, again, our men's amateur cup is 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 probably the oldest cup in the United States. Uh, it's been around for over a hundred years, the amateur cup, and it's 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 a very valuable asset that we have. Um, Again, you know, it's going to be held at the regional level first. So all the regions will host their events, you know, and we give the regions the opportunity to run the events as they wish. For an example, region one likes to hold a regional tournament. So does region three. Region two and region four have gotten gotten to the place where they let our office run the tournament for them. So our office now runs a tournament at region two and region fourth and works out great. I mean, they like it takes away all of the administrative headaches that you may have at the regional level. And, you know, it, it's all done in, in one spot. So when, when the regionals are done, of course, we hold the national finals with the final four, those final four, you know, again, we haven't picked a site yet for the final four. But this year, we're also incorporating the men's over 40 championship, the men's over 30 championship are all going to be included in in the event. We're also going to have the women's amateur cup 
which we had last the last couple of years, but we're formalizing it to make it a little bit more prestigious and, a, and to the level of the men's amateur cup. Uh, as you well know, the winner of the men's amateur cup gets an automatic first round berth into the U S soccer's Lamaha open cup, which is a great prize for them. Uh, in addition to getting some prize money, but that's kind of the carrot for them is that if you can win the amateur cup final, you get an automatic berth into the very first round of the Lamaha open cup, which is, it, it, it's, it's something that our amateur teams really take seriously and something they look forward to. We're talking to uh, John Mata, who is the president of the U S adult soccer association. Uh, John, um, as we kind of wrap things up here on the podcast, is there anything else? I mean, how are we doing from the adult soccer standpoint as we as we're now in the year 2023? I mean, how are we standing? Um, how's uh, us going forward as as a group? Well, it's a great, great question. And, you know, unfortunately, uh, our numbers seem to keep dipping year after year. We we were always averaging around 250,000 members. This year, we, we will just hit 200,000 or maybe a little bit better than that. Uh, again, we lost the UPSL uh, last year, which had 25,000 members. So that was a big hit to USASA when we lost You know that 10% of our members kind of just disappeared overnight. Um, so now it's a rebuilding. You know, we, we, we got to, we, 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 what we've got to do is we've got about 10 to 12 state associations that are not very strong. They need help. They need resources, you know, and what we're going to be looking forward this year is how can we help these states, you know, and, and basically what we're going to tell them is you either got to step up to the plate or move aside. And we're going to figure out other ways of making those state associations stronger because we can't go on year after year after year and having some weak state associations dragging down USASA. So we as the governing body need to step up and, and take some action. It may be some serious action, but we're, we're, we're up to do it. And, you know, the other thing that, that we're working on, which is pretty big for USASA, is, as you well know, Duncan Riddle, our executive director, will be leaving us at the end of the year. We're in the process of still looking for an executive director. We haven't, uh, ha we haven't dwindled it down to a candidate yet. We're still looking at candidates. So, uh, hopefully, you know, before the year ends, we'll 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 have a candidate to or two or three to at least interview for that position. Excellent. John, as we wrap things up here on the podcast, uh, if there's anything else that you want to talk to our uh, adult members about, what would uh, what would that one last thing be? No, nothing is us. You know, let, let's all work together and grow USASA, grow the amateur division. Uh, you know, we're, we're the oldest soccer organization in the country. We we were actually the basis of U.S. soccer's formation. We were there when U.S. soccer was formed, you know. So, you know, let's all work together and, and, and make adult soccer stronger. And, again, it's the game for life, so we are here to support you. And, you know, let's, again, let's, let's work together to, to grow the game. Absolutely. And if anybody's interested in uh, taking uh, soccer past the youth route, 
uh, and and being a part of course West Virginia Soccer Association is a proud member of the U.S. Adult Soccer Association. You can visit our website wvsoccer.net. Click on the adult link and you can find all the information there. Of course, you can talk to Judy or talk to Dave and find out more about uh, programs maybe in your area or maybe if you're interested in starting an adult program, adult league in your area, uh, certainly talk to them as well. John Mata, President, U.S. Adult Soccer Association. Thank you so much for coming back onto the podcast. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Thank you, Marcus, and uh, look forward to uh, working with West Virginia going forward. Wonderful. Thank you so much. And thank you for listening to the podcast. We hope we provided some valuable information for you today. And if we did, make sure you let everybody know about our program. You can follow us on our social media channels, including Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Just search for us at WB Soccer. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the West Virginia Soccer Association Beyond the Pitch podcast. Make sure you like, subscribe, and share our program. Copyright 2023. All rights reserved.